Hey everyone, this is Chris. This is Crystal with Zenfully Aware Performance Coaching, and welcome to the Mindful Podcast, where I help you learn to live in the present moment so you can enjoy the here and now. And I had been challenged to do uh, 30 days of content, or well, yeah, 30 days of content in 30 days. And I took on the challenge of doing 30 podcasts in 30 days, and I did four. And this is my first one. So I don't know to start over or if I should continue on with the five, but it is definitely uh, the challenge was accepted. The challenge was not um, one and there are no excuses. Uh, It was more of the whole point was to create content and really put it out there for your audience and not pay attention necessarily to you know, whether it was getting, you know, likes or dislikes or views or whatever it was. And I put, um, I put value in that. And therefore, um, it, therefore that was the whole point of the challenge was lost. And I had to really take a step back again and learn how not to put my value on whether something resonates with someone else. Now, I hope to put value out for everyone. And as I'm learning, I feel like everyone else can be learning as well. Uh, What I have to realize is um, that that not everything will resonate. And I also have to realize that getting things out, I don't even know if my podcasts have been seen or if anyone knows that they are available. So that is also my job to really promote them and, and get the word out. So in that reflection and in that stepping back, I have been working on some, some chakra work and looking at the different dimensions. So when I coach people, you know, I coach them in, in mainly how their health and wellness dimension. So, um, their emotional, mental, and physical aspects, how that is creating balance in their life, or if it is not, and working through goals of what balance means in health or in mental, emotional, and the physical realm. And in order for me to do that, I have to work through some of the things that, that I have, you know, out of balance as well. And so I was noticing, you know, as I, as I take a look at my, my own self, just noticing all the little things that, that hold me back because, uh, because they're, they're, I'm fearful that, that they will get found out. And it's, you know, it's those little things that, that probably more people in the world have done than you realize. And yet you think you're the only one and you knew better at the time, but you made a decision and the choices that you made really didn't align with the values. And therefore you did something out of alignment, had to pay the consequences for them and now have to live with 
knowing that you made the choice and you made the decision to go in that direction which took you out of alignment from where you needed to go in the first place so it's it's such a a slippery slope and and a fine line and we can all you know look back but so as I it was suggested um, that I start you know kind of realizing where you know those feelings were coming from you know from the first time and of course it takes you back into your childhood and not that you want to dwell in the past because really you you obviously can't do anything about the past yet if the past is continuing to to create situations and circumstances that you are unable to move forward from then it 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 takes a look um or it warrants a look at what those things are and so i started to um you know all of a sudden like real like unpack just all this this crap and i was like wow you know how do I get this off my chest? And they suggest, you know, sometimes people burn it and they write it down or well, they write it down first and then they're able to burn it or tear it up or throw it in the trash or, um, you know, just really what people don't know about you can bring a lot of shame and guilt and resentment because you're, you're, hiding something or you're not really allowing your true self to to be exposed and that affects you know anything from relationships to health and wellness to finances and career and just you know right on down the line and it can really affect how you you project onto other people and so I was, I was going through and I was like, yeah, you know, I can write it down I can burn it and I can, and then I, I thought, well, you know, maybe other people have had these experiences and when you get them out, it's just kind of that freeing, like not pity party. Oh, woe is me. Oh, you know, I've been through this and therefore you have to feel sorry for me. But for me, it is more cathartic in, oh my gosh, like, So this is what happened. This is my perspective. Anybody else involved probably has their perspective. And we all took different things away from those situations and those decisions and those choices. And some of us went, you know, most, we all went in different directions and whether we became successful because of them or whether we became, you know, more shame ridden because of them as well. Sometimes it just really helps to, and, and some people don't even realize the effect that these situations had on you because it didn't affect them the same way. And so therefore you go through life just holding on to all this nonsense and the other people are like, what is she talking about? I don't even remember what, what that was. Um, so it really, we we circle around and we circle the wagons around ourselves in order to protect ourselves from things that have happened. And it's really not a protection. It's a defense that never really lets us let go. 
And I speak of surrender and I speak of building a foundation because I, I truly believe that in order for the top part of ourselves, so in order for us to reach our potential, our foundation has to be really well. And through a physical practice, you know, we can see us getting better. We can see our, our balance and we can see our movements and our lines and, and just the way that we begin to flow. And yet, while that starts to open the physical realm, we're still kind of holding the mental and emotional aspect away. And part of surrendering is to really allow that, you know, we're surrendering to ourselves. We're surrendering to the fact that we're not asking ourselves to do, to hide anymore. We're not asking ourselves to, to shame ourselves anymore or be, feel guilty. And some of the things that, you know, we have done in other people's eyes might might be horrific and they might you know make us make the other people think that we are bad and and you know if that is their opinion then they're more than welcome to it and and we have to move on and say you know what like this is me and this is all of me and if that is not acceptable then you know maybe we we can you know cross paths in a in a different time and maybe the the, I don't think anything I don't think there are any coincidences and I think people are brought into our lives for a reason and when we go start to go deeper and when we start to really find what we're all about sometimes the people that come into our lives were there to teach us just for that particular moment and they were there to give us uh the lessons that that they that we can appreciate from them and then we can you know thank them and 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 maybe go our separate ways um or we can both grow together and really really blossom in that way of holy crap you know this was you know if if it's a spouse or if it's a family member or whoever it might be, a friend, um, maybe somebody we've lost touch with, you know, we have a thousand Facebook friends and only three people that actually engage or, you know, are, are quote unquote real friends. Um, however, social media needs to work for you. It is more of, you know, let's, like I said, let's just get all the crap out because anyone, any one of us can put, the beautiful and the picturesque and and the the things that people want to see and and then their perspective becomes oh my gosh you must be doing so well and and either it's a comparison of wow like she really turned her life around or she's she's doing so great I'm so proud of her and then you still kind of have all that that crap roiling underneath that that hasn't been resolved and these photos while they are are valid and while they are taken in that moment they're not showing the whole picture and in order to show the whole picture and in order to be vulnerable you have to really kind of be vulnerable and show the whole picture and so I was trying to remember like my first you know quote-unquote 
discretion or indiscretion, I guess. And I'm sure I did something, you know, back in my younger days, like way younger. The the thing that pops into my mind was at a summer camp and we, we it was a church camp and the, the girls and the guys were in separate places. And of course, you know, you had little crushes on the guys and oh my gosh, it was so exciting. And you're away from your parents and, you know, just a, a whole different atmosphere. And, you know, I'm from Maryland and this was in Minnesota and it was like, you know, we're near Canada and like just a, a very first time flying. And so, you know, we had different chores to do around the campus. And so one of our chores, something we had to like pick up trash we had to pick up trash in front of the guy's dorm. And of course, you know, the guys are all in there and they're kind of yelling and making fun. And I got a little bit pissed because I was like, dude, like I'm picking up your trash and you know, this is uh, like, it's not fun. It's boiling hot. Um, and like, you don't have to be making fun of us. So this one little guy that I liked, I had a crush on, he yelled something out the window and I was like, fuck you. And silence. The whole camp went silent. The boys, the girls, camp counselor, everybody just kind of stood there. Hold on. So now, of course, this is in the time when this was a little bit ago where, you know, the F-bomb was not quite as appreciated um, maybe even so that, that it is today and especially at the age that I was at. So I got called in and the, the boy of course was somebody that I had a crush on and he never spoke to me again. And we would write little letters back and forth and I was just so apologetic and he never returned, never had any contact. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, I must be a bad person because I, this kid got upset because he so my perception of it was that he was yelling at me I got pissed off because I'm the one doing the crap work and he gets to yell at me and then I get in trouble so while that might not seem you know big or large it did have a little bit of an effect I you know then felt bad and I Again, I tried to apologize for the rest of the camp. We still had like a week left and there, you know, there was just the silent treatment and a total and complete uh, breakdown of communication, not any, Hey, you know, I didn't appreciate that. Not any, like there was just nothing. So that, that takes a little bit of an effect. Like I said, then you start feeling like you're a bad person. So we move on, um, you know, again, that was the first kind of thing that came in. And then I was like, okay, you know, well, what about the time that, um, that I got caught for underage drinking? So, you know, again, maybe most of us, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Um, again, this was many years ago, obviously, if it's, if I was underage drinking, but what happened was I had a fake ID. I had a, I thought I could get away with it. And when I didn't, again, I got angry and I escalated the situation to a point that got me in further trouble than if I had taken a breath, stayed calm and just gone with it and told the truth. Um, 
So I ended up getting caught and that same, so I think I was a, a senior in college actually. And that same summer I had a couple friends that I had always worked in the restaurant business, always made pretty decent money, but this time I was back in the kitchen and you know, it's hot and sweaty and you're just working a hundred hours and uh, wasn't making as much money as my roommates or my friends. And so therefore, you know, there, there was a, a disconnect between what I could do and what they could do and, um, you know, how we paid for things and, and all this good stuff. Well, these, uh, these roommates, these friends worked for the city and it was this little tram in, in the town that we lived in and you paid with cash and you got this little ticket and you could jump on the boardwalk was about, I don't know, two or three miles long. And you could, you could walk the whole boardwalk, of course, but if you didn't want to, or the kids were getting tired or whatever, people would buy tickets and you would get on this tram and it would take you up and down. So you had to, we each got a, you got a turn to drive and you got a turn to take the money. So driving, you have this little like train signal and you're, you know, it's kind of a pain in the butt because everybody's walking in front of you and, and you could walk in between the, the cars, you know, there was just the cable. So you had to be careful that people could see you and that they wouldn't, you know, walk in between and you'd run over them. There's just a whole, um, you know, a lot of different moving parts. And so since it was a cash based, uh, a cash cash based business, people would give you cash. You would give them a ticket and they would go, well, uh, it turns out that some of the people had been, um, you know, siphoning some of the cash that they would get because there really was no record. It was just, you turned in the cash that you would get at the end of the night and they counted it. And it was, you know, like here or there off, you know, whatever. So, um, some of the, the people who had done that, and I'm sure that it wasn't like, you know, just a thought up idea when I started working there, um, they would, they would take the cash and, you know, they'd come home with, with quite a bit of money. And so since I was working at the restaurant and I'm getting a paycheck and it's, and they're like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm getting a paycheck. Plus I'm like skimming off the side. Um, you know, wow, like this is paying for my trip to wherever, or it's paying for, you know, some of my college and just, it, it it was enticing and it was, it was very, um, it was represented as like, it's easy. You know, you take a couple here, you take a couple there. Awesome. Whatever, you know, nobody cares. So of course I, start working there. And, you know, I'm literally like, like scared shitless. Like, you know, how do people do this? I don't get it. It's not like, it's not my bag. It's not my values, not in alignment, but you know, I'll try it. And you get that kind of like, you know, like you're stealing a piece of candy or something. And, and so the first couple times, like it happened, I mean, I would steal 20 bucks. These people would walk out with like 150, like it's nuts. So I, of course, this one night, you know, unbeknownst to me, I guess, you know, apparently, uh, the word got out that some people were doing this and I'm not sure if I was the one that was targeted or I don't know how it happened, 
But word got out and, you know, I, I had that intuition that I didn't listen to and somebody came up and it was this, like all the lights were out. It was a nighttime and they came up and they gave, they were like, we need like, I don't know, 10 or 20 tickets and we're going to all pay for them at once. And I was like, holy crap, that's like, you know, 70 bucks. Wow. You know, at one time he's just handing me it. And I was like, and normally you just let people you know, put the cash in the little cash box and there you go. Well, I took it from him. I'm like, man, you know, I really like this is like something's up. And I, I took it. And so anyway, the night goes on, we get back to the thing. I get pulled in the office with like three other people and we got busted. Like the, the bills were marked. And so since they weren't in our cash jar, then we got busted. And apparently, you know, the people that were driving with us didn't get busted. But anyway, again, my perception, I knew it was wrong. I made a choice. So basically I got brought up on theft charges from the town, you know, not like whatever, but the literal town got brought up on theft charges and my friends had been doing it for however long. And it was like, wow. Okay. So it turns out, you know, again, you can make up like my perception was, you know, I did something wrong at the time. I was hoping that somebody could step up and be like, Oh, you know, like, like she's a good kid. Um, you know, like kind of vouch for me. And, and that didn't happen. And I held on to it for a very long time. And so this is part of, of where I'm letting go of it. Like, maybe those people didn't have the bandwidth to, to support me. And at the time and throughout the years, I've been very upset about it. And yet it, I never, I don't know if I really owned it. I mean, I owned it like, yeah, it's my responsibility. I made a choice, da, 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 da. But I never owned it in such a way of like, yeah, okay, you did, you, you went against your intuition. You did something that was not in alignment with your values. You got caught and you had to pay the consequences. And I, since in the same summer that I, so it was a underage drinking, which turned into, I think, an assault on a police officer. Cause I think, um, as he was handcuffing me, I'm sure I fought back and then a theft with the city. So that, um, my spring break of senior year in college, I got to spend that whole spring break in jail. So that was amazing. And, you know, this is kind of freeing and it's kind of like, again, it's not something that, oh, woe is me. It's not something that, oh my gosh, like that is so, you know, I hope people can listen to this and I hope they will take away that we all do stupid things. We all, you know, have a choice and we all create the lives that we're leading. And so therefore, if we have something that we've been holding on to and it's not giving us the foundation, the mental and emotional foundation, like, yeah, we have the physical. Okay, great. 
But if it's not giving the, us the mental and emotional foundation that we need, then, then we have to look at that. We have to look at it really strongly and see where we're effing up in our lives and creating these circumstances. Because we, we have to own every single decision and every single choice that we have made in our lives. So I could continue on and I'm sure, you know, those are only the two that are, that are a little bit further back. They're not quite, you know, the early, early years, they're, they're more teen and into, um, into, you know, collegiate years. Um, you know, I might as well unpack everything, but I'll leave this at a short amount of time and, and we'll unpack some more tomorrow. I'd love to hear your comments on Instagram. I'm at crystal coach one and on uh, Facebook. I'm at Zenfully aware going through a whole, uh, complete overhaul and, um, you know, just would love to hear comments. If you need to shame, shame, if you know, or if you're feeling that, uh, whatever you're feeling, I, I'd love to hear about it and, um, we'll see you tomorrow.